I guess in the light of all the difficulty, there's also a word of congratulations to say. Congratulations to everybody, because despite everything that last year threw at us, fact is we're here and we're at the start of a brand new year. Now, I'm not too sure how that makes you feel. Might bring some different, different feelings out of different people. I love this little cartoon that I came across earlier this year. You know, I'm one of those people that is of a firm belief that we all need new beginnings at some point in our life. I agree, it may not be about a date. The first of the first 21, in some senses, is just another day following the day before, another ordinary day. But all of us have those moments in life where we need to be offered the opportunity to start again. Yeah, to put some things behind us, find the grace of a new clean page and, and start to write our story again. And hopefully this time as we write it again, to write it more effectively, more meaningfully. We all need those moments of starting again. That's why so many of us love that, that verse that's in the book of Lamentations. It's a verse that speaks about God's mercies being new every morning. You know, there's a, a freshness and an awesomeness about the new start of a day and the opportunities and mercies that come with the newness of it all. And so that's obviously why New Year resolutions have become a thing for at least some people. It makes sense to me. People try to maximize the start of a new year. And so they set their eyes on a new destination. They, they look for a goal, that, a new goal that they want to achieve, a, a preferred future. And then depending on the character for the next, I don't know, two or three days, maybe weeks, maybe months, there's this genuine effort to recreate their life story. I'm a, I confess, I'm a bit of an expert in this zone. And I came across some pretty funny memes while preparing for the sermon. I reckon this one took the cake. Let's just stick with that picture a little bit. Isn't it interesting and incredibly frustrating at times too how some resolutions last while others fade? Don't even have to speak about resolution because I know that's loaded at this time for some people of the year. For, for some people, let's rather just chat about good intentions. You know, good intentions, some of them grip our lives so deeply that we're never the same again. Others barely make it through the day. Just a, just a little sniff of the neighbor's bra and my diet kind of flies out the window. What's with that? Why do some good intentions or resolutions gain traction and others don't? I want to take you to a passage of Scripture this morning that reveals to us some of the foundations of this world of ours. That's why we've named this next series Foundations, because it delves and exposes those foundations. And you might ask, what's that got to do with this new year that we're facing with good intentions, all that kind of stuff? Well, my belief is that as we base our lives and our decisions and our new goals, and our, our New Year's resolutions, our hopes, our intentions 
as we base those things on the foundation of this world, then we have found the true foundations of a life well lived. And as any builder will tell you, if the foundations are good, then the rest, everything else that you build on it, has a much greater chance of success. So we're going to look at just two verses from the beginning of the Gospel of John. John chapter 1, verses 1 and the first part of verse 2, reads as follows. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Very short verse, but some of the most incredible theology in that verse. Would you mind just taking two minutes with me just to memorize that verse? Because it's going to play such a big role, hopefully, not just in the sermon, but in the, the rest of this year. Just take two minutes to memorize this verse with me. It's five little statements. It starts off with saying, in the beginning. Right? And that's the easy part to remember because we're in the beginning of the year. In the beginning was the Word. Okay? In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. And the Word was God. Four statements. That's the first verse. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The word was God, and then it sums up, verse, start of verse 2, it says, He was with God in the beginning. Right. Close your eyes. Let's all try to do this together in our minds. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Hopefully that's something that you'll commit to memory, even if you haven't done it now, over the next few days. So the verse starts by talking about the beginning, in the beginning, right, the beginning. But we're not just talking about any beginning, like the start of the new year. The start of the new year is a beginning. This verse is talking about the beginning, the big one. So it's the moment of creation that is being referred to here. If we go back to Genesis, we find very similar language it says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And so, both John and Genesis are speaking about the same moment, the, the beginning of everything that we know, right? If we try to imagine anything before this beginning that's mentioned in this passage, if we try to go before that moment, let's understand that we're stepping into an unimaginable realm, an incredible reality way beyond our ability to think or grasp. It's a reality that had no time, had no space, nothing physical. You know, those things that we usually use to wrap our minds around reality had nothing of that. I mean, I can't imagine that reality before this beginning. But it's also key to know that I'm not required to. If Scripture doesn't really go there, why should I? It simply says, this passage simply says, in the beginning, assuming that anything before that moment doesn't need to be known or fully understood. So that's the starting point. But now the writer of John starts to unpack some of the foundational God-given pieces that were in place in order to make this new reality 
and take it into the future. So here's the foundation pieces of this universe as we know it, right? In the beginning, and he starts by saying, in the beginning was the Word. The first foundational piece, in the beginning was the Word. So before the first breath of life, before the first ray of light dawned, this word that is mentioned in this passage, it already existed. Before the beginning was the word, the big theological word that people use to name this truth is the pre-existence of the word. What they mean by that is this word, whatever it is, and we'll go more into that, this word pre-existed history as we know it. Before creation as we know it, in that unimaginable zone, the Word already existed. Granted, I'm going to say this a few times in this sermon, granted, it's a bit of a weird statement to make, hard for our ears to hear and understand. How is a Word part of the foundations of the universe? And it's critical to understand that John is using language here in this text that was especially relevant and understandable at the time that he penned this passage. You know? For example, if we use the word fake news nowadays, our present historical situation puts a real different spin onto those words fake news because of this time that we're living in. And in those days, the understanding around that word Word, it was rich and powerful. Greek word, you've probably heard it before, is the Greek word logos. It is a term used by Greek philosophers quite readily. They, they understood that the world in which we lived has a level of design or at least kind of predictable patterns. And so light begins in the morning and ends in the evening there are seasons and there are tides that you can observe. And after a while of observing these things happen again and again, you can start to predict them. And so these philosophers, philosophers began to ask the question, what was the reason behind all this order and principle that seemed to govern the world as they observed it? Why the symmetry? You know, why the predictability? Where did it all come from? And they came to the conclusion that there must be a first principle, an ordering principle. And they called it the logos. They called it the word, the ultimate principle. It was un understood to be the governing principle behind the movements of the creation of the world and even the existence of the world. And John, in this book, he picks up on this idea and he agrees with the Greek philosophers. He says, before anything happened on day one of creation, an order, the word, pre-existed and governed over those first few moments of creation. Yes, the word existed so that creation could happen well. So how does this make any difference to me? Or to you, as we stand on the brink of 2021. Folk, we need to recognize that as we take our first few tentative steps into the unknown year ahead, 
that there is in fact an order. There are principles that will govern the nature of this coming year. They are in place even before the year begins. You and I understandably view the future as a bit of a dark room, full of uncertainty, don't we? But it is more than that. There is an invisible principle that underlies every single moment that we will experience, every action that we choose, every success that we enjoy, or every disappointment that we need to navigate. It is our challenge, it is our pleasure, and it is our privilege to mine or to uncover or to discover those principles and base our lives on them because that is called the way of wisdom. Step away from those principles and the book of Proverbs calls it the way of foolishness. John goes on in this passage though. He tells us now that the word was with God. Right? Kind of goes to the next level of understanding around this, this word that is the centerpiece of these opening few statements in, the, in his book. It's an old, well known fact that we are known by the friends that we keep. Our nature is exposed by the kind of friends that we have. Colin Powell said something very wise. He said, A mirror is shown by a man's face. By, but what he is really like is shown by the kind of friends he chooses. Those principles that govern, those principles that underlie the universe, okay, that form the foundation of everything that we know. Folk, we need to understand that they are not defined by chaos or, or confusion. Those principles are defined by the character of God, because the word, the principles, was with God. Or to put it another way, know the character of God, and you'll understand the foundational principles of the world. Know the character of God, and even the chaos and confusion, desperation that we sometimes forget, even in those moments you begin to find hope and order, because of the principles that underlie and lead us through tough times, and that they are expressions of God's character. That never changes. Those principles hold intimate company with God. Or to put it in a very human way, if, if those principles and God were in the same room, they would walk over to each other, enjoy each other's company, they'd like the same things, they'd appreciate the same values, they laugh at the same jokes. The word was with God. The principles in God, the principles are an expression of who God is. They're not some random chaotic uh, event. You know, during my ministry, I must say a lot of people expressed a frustration at finding quality time with God. They battle to do that. And by that, they generally mean they don't feel the presence of God. And, and I get that. I also love the sense of God being near. There are moments in life that leave us feeling that God is very far away. Maybe some of you are going through that at the moment. 
But if this passage is anything to go by, one of the most certain paths to a closer walk with God is to live the principles that He put into place at the foundation of the world. Step into those principles and you will find yourself with God whether or not you feel it to be true because you're living the principles that express God's character. Principles like love covers a multitude of sins. Principles like trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Principles like the truth will set you free. Or that the fear of God is the, the start of wisdom. Principles like it is better to give than receive. And so many other principles. These are the types of truths that as we base our lives on them, as we build our lives on these things, will lead us to an encounter with God. They are the truths that function regardless of a pandemic, regardless of disappointment. 2021 can be a year full of moments with God as we build our lives on His principles. Now, John makes the next big statement now. It seems that these first few lines of the gospel, John just keeps on kind of upgrading and notching up our understanding of this idea of the Word, which still is the centerpiece of his focus. The Word is still the centerpiece of his focus. It seems important to him, the author, to continuously build us our our reader's understanding around this idea of the Word. So if we get to the end of the sermon and uh, that hasn't happened for you, then I've blown it as a preacher. So just to recap, he started off by saying, in the beginning was the Word. He spoke about the pre-existence of the Word. The Word was with God. And so he aligns the principles that undergird this universe with God's character. And now he says, the Word was God. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God. And with this statement, effectively he's kind of reached a crescendo, you know, the peak of the mountain. It's the highest statement and description of the Word. If we weren't left in awe before this moment, this moment is meant to leave us in awe. The Word, those principles, the reason behind the movements of history, the truths on which this world and our year ahead is going to be built, everything that is jammed into the meaning of that word is in no way separate from God. In fact, explicitly it says here that they are the same. So this idea of the word is placed in a category that has only one legitimate member. The person of God always stands alone and above and higher than the rest of creation and history. Everything else falls outside of that category, but this word that we've been discovering is part of that primary category. And so our responses to this is that we should rush into the realization of this truth with worship and love and humility. You know, in response to this, this word that is God. Because the word, the bit that we know it is now understood to be greater than us. We're the created ones. The word is uncreated. The word is God. But how do you worship the word? 
you know? How do you love the Word? And again, let's just acknowledge that there's this awkward feeling about those first few statements in John chapter 1, verse 1. We get a sense of the massiveness of that Word. John has built the idea up in our minds, but, but still, we're left asking, what does it actually and really mean? And then he says this, start of verse 2. He says, he was with God in the beginning. He was with God in the beginning. Up until now, the word as massive as it was, never went beyond, any, beyond something of, a, of an incredibly powerful idea. A philosophy almost a bunch of mega or super principles that govern the world. John says, no, it's more than that. It's more than an impersonal idea that governs this world. Kind of hear it, you know, when people say, may the force be with you, as if there's this incredible impersonal force that governs the world. No, he was with God in the beginning. And it feels like the author loops back to the start of the verse, to the beginning, because he uses those words, the beginning again. But this time he covers all that ground that he's already covered by saying, everything I've said till now about this word proves that it is much more than a Greek philosophical point. It's a person. The word has a face. He has a body. He has a family of upbringing, and you can kind of imagine John going to those moments that he walked with Jesus in his life. At one point it says John actually leaned and reclined on Jesus' chest. It was an incredibly intimate relationship, and this is the one he's talking about. The Word is a person that although he existed before the world began, John is saying, I walked with him, and I knew him intimately as a friend. Listen, there's been a lot of heady theology in this sermon. I agree. And sometimes we have to put our minds to the concepts of Scripture. Please don't be put off by that because it makes for lazy belief systems. But although it's leaned on the side of being theoretical, the sermon, the fact is, as with every sermon, it has to make a difference in our lives. And as I said before, we're standing on the brink of a dark room called 2021. But let's approach that room with faith, knowing it's not just a room full of unknowns. Look, here are some of the things that I know about 2021 based on this passage that we've just looked at. Things that we can, we can expect in 2021. Firstly, that there is a plan. In 2021, there is a framework. Long before the first of the first of the 21 dawned on us, Jesus, with his love, with all his wisdom and power, was setting up the foundations of the year in a way that has the potential to bring him joy and us fullness. In the beginning of this year was the Word. Secondly, we also need to know that in 2021, there is a right way to live. And that's critical to know from this passage. I also know that I can meet with God today 
and every subsequent day of the year, no matter what the year throws at us. Here's the penny that needs to drop for this to happen. There is a way to live, a wisdom that we can adopt. There is a, a, God's, a set of God-created priorities and truths that we can build our year on. And as we choose those foundations, we will find incredibly that God is with us again and again and again. This principle can pursue us into every moment of life. The joys and the blows, the strong moments, the weak moments. There is a principle, there is a way that we can live because the word was with God. We will find God if we live by those principles. Thirdly and lastly, there, there is going to be a companion in 2021. I know also that as I navigate whatever 2021 holds for us, I can navigate it in the company of a personal God who will walk with us, who will talk with us, who will love us, correct us, discipline us, support us. One who reigns over us in a way that makes this universe ultimately full of meaning and hope. The Word is God. He was with God and us right from the beginning of this, of this year. So folk, whatever your take on New Year's resolutions, you know, whether you adopt them or not, these are the surest foundations on which you can build an incredible year on. I want you to note only one thing from that list, though. It is a foundation of faith. It's a faith at the, right at the core of that list. Building our year on Jesus as the main foundation is like building your house on a rock. Whatever other goals you may have this year, you might be you know, aiming at health goals, getting rid of the boop again. You, know, you might be aiming at relational goals. You might be aiming at work goals. Whatever your other goals are this year, may those goals emerge from this foundation, a faith foundation, with Jesus as the underlying principle, the centerpiece of your life. That's what Jesus said. I'm the way. I'm the truth. I'm the life. He's the one with the words of eternal life. Where else would we turn if we try to approach this year, 2021? Let's just have a word of prayer before we close in song. Well, Jesus, help us to have the wisdom to see you as the center of 2021, the, the, the core principle, the core foundation, the core presence of everything that we do in this coming year. Help us to have the wisdom to see that, that truth with clarity. Help us to have the conviction to live it out in every moment, either the highs or the lows. May you be our God. May you be our center. Whatever happens in this coming year, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.